Hello. Hi. How are you? My name Ari Stottle. Full throttle. My first day podcast. Uh, no, this is not my first day podcasting. This is many, many days podcasting here at Aristotle Full Throttle, which you can hear five days a week, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I got my coffee here. I hope you have a coffee. It's a late coffee. You really shouldn't have coffee past 2 p.m., in my opinion. That's my choice. You could do what you want. You do you, boo. Me? French press. You know why? Because I like Canada. I don't know. Where is the French press from? Canada? French Canada? The People's Republic of Canada? Who knows? Well, you bring up, bring your uh, coffee and have, and let's have a chat, shall we? Today's Tuesday. What should we talk about? I mean, obviously, the thing in the news is crazy big babies named Vladimir Putin invading small countries like Ukraine. It's crazy. I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe we're living in this world where a guy just is like, I'm going to use an army to invade a country unprovoked. What is this, Nazi Germany? Kinda. Sorta, yeah. I'm noticing this. A lot of uh, white dude Americans seem to be okay with it. They're like, go Putin. The Republicans are cheering an unprovoked invasion. They're cheering on an unprovoked invasion. Isn't that out of control? Isn't that... I mean... You done messed up! Get out of my goddamn before I break my foot off in your... Insubordinate and churlish. Come on, now. Seriously. I don't understand what's going on. I don't think there is anything to understand. Turns out today and yesterday, the Ukraine, uh, or Ukraine, did an application for the European Union. They want to join the European Union now because they're like, hey, we need some help. We're just a small independent country fighting for our lives and our democracy and our freedom. If we join the European Union, then clearly the European Union will send forces to defend them. But guess what? World War III. Can you believe this? You know, it was a perfect time. It was the perfect time. The end of a... Listen, for all intents and purposes, this pandemic is winding down. I know it's not the end. I know this will go on forever. Don't get me wrong. But this is... It is... It's winding down. It's not as bad as it used to be. This This is facts. We still have to be cautious. We still have to be precautious. We still have to take care of one another. But, it's not, but we're, we're learning to live with this. We're learning to deal with it, and that's important. The problem is, as this is waning, friggin' Vladimir Putin is waxing. He's trying to wax Ukraine. He's like a gangster. He's like kind of like it's piece of crap, like, we're going to go in there. You guys should have seen it. The other day, it was like the defense minister, I don't know, this guy in Russia, was talking about how he was like, maybe we should talk to the Ukrainians about, you know, instead of just, just dropping bombs and shooting Ukrainians, you know, instead of shoot, like instead of attacking residential areas and cities, instead of trying to disturb the peace of the world, maybe we should have a talk with those Ukrainians. And then they were like, Vladimir, Vladimir Putin. 
He's like, mm, what are you saying? We do not continue liberating. And then this dude was so flustered because he was just like basically under duress. The premier, the president, the dictator, Vladimir Putin, Putin, Pukin, Vladimir Pukin is sitting there saying, you know, you, we must continue with mission to, to liberate and denazify Ukraine. And the guy was like, uh, okay, oh, but, 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 okay, okay. And he's like, do you agree? He's like, but, he's like, do you agree? Yes, yeah, yeah, of course I agree, Premier, Your Excellency. Can't believe this crap. It's a trap. I can't believe that we're living in this kind of world. This dude is like Darth Vader. But not as cool. We like Darth Vader for some reason. That brings me to my next point. Remember in Rogue One, when Darth Vader destroyed all those rebels? People were cheering in the movie theater. Darth Vader's the bad guy. (laughs) I think they kind of missed the point on that, right? It's just, it was, movies aren't even what they used to be. Movies, this is a perfect segue to movies. Movies are not what they used to be. Movies used to, like, know, like, they weren't self-referential. They weren't necessarily um, just playing into the audience's desires. They weren't just fan servicing. People seem to think in Rogue One, well, we've never seen Darth Vader go full beast mode, so maybe we should just show Darth Vader just destroying the rebels in this movie, in Rogue One, toward the end. Spoiler alert, toward the end, Darth Vader does some crazy, uh, like, medieval stuff on these rebels. He's going crazy with his red lightsaber. But everybody's like, yeah, Darth Vader's killing all these guys with his red lightsaber. And I'm thinking to myself watching this movie, why are people cheering for the bad guy that we've been trying to avoid this whole movie? It's weird. That's an that's a error in uh, storytelling. That's a bad movie-making situation. It, clearly, it was for the fans and not, no one else. It should be terrifying. It should have been terrifying. It was kind of terrifying because he was so good at it. But at the same time, I'm like, why would you cheer for this? We should be like crying. This guy's going to kill us all. Just like Putin. Honestly, I think if Putin isn't stopped some way or another, and I think it should be through diplomatic and hacking means. I got a friend who's a hacker, and he's been showing me all of this stuff that Anonymous is doing. Anonymous is a hacking group. I don't know. Maybe you know that, maybe you don't. But Anonymous, they wear like the, the Guy Fox mask and they go and hack into things. And they it's kind of a cool little justice. I mean, they're very on the side of freedom and, and autonomy. So as soon as Russia started invading, they started hacking the Russian television stations and stuff. They were hacking the Russian television stations to play only the Ukrainian national anthem. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know how I should feel. You know, I feel like a lot of white dude Americans seem to be supporting the effort of of uh, Vladimir Putin and Russia. Because you know why? This is my theory. This is what I'm trying to... This is what I'm observing. White dudes in America are like, where's the last white, white-ass country? The mo- all white people, where do they live? They live in Russia. It's a giant country. It's a superpower. 
sort of. Got the third largest army. Where are all the white people at? Russia. So they're feeling like, I mean, even though the white people are attacking more white people, it's crazy that anybody in the United States would be gung-ho for Russia, for what Russia's doing right now. It's not Russia, it's Vladimir Putin. The Russian people seem to be perturbed, miffed. They're the ones suffering. All of the sanctions will affect them. They will go hungry. They will go without money. While Vladimir Putin stays rich, stuffing his pockets. His giant pockets, his oligarch's pockets. It's crazy. I don't know how to, you know, I don't know what to think about all this. I'm just appalled. I'm sickened. Every day I think about this. It makes me sick to my stomach. And then, you know, I sit here and I drink my coffee and I go for my hike. It's weird how it affects me, but it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? What can I do to help? Is what I say. What can I do to help? Raise awareness. I've got a platform here. By the way, here's another plug from for the show in this perfect, perfectly appropriate conversation. You can now watch video podcasts of Aristotle Full Throttle Show on Spotify. I'm early. I was early approved for that, so you can watch my video podcast on Aristotle Full Throttle. Full throttle. Um, so, subscribe. If you subscribe, here's a great thing. I get like a penny every time you listen, and that helps. My goal is by the end of you know the summer, I want this show to pay for itself. You can get T-shirts, you which you know three T-shirts a month. That's gonna pay for my cable bill, basically three or four T-shirts a month. And plus, if you listen to the show once a day, I basically upload it at new episode every day. There's gonna be thousands of episodes eventually. I, I don't have any like cartoons anymore to entertain you with. I lost the the rock biter. <sighs> I gotta like reinstall all of the the comedy characters. Or reinvent. I'm rebranding this year, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm deliberately rebranding. You'll see. You know, I love Star Wars. But I also love fine art. <laughs> so Jen sent me this funny um, TikTok today, which was like fine art Star Wars stuff. And I was like, damn it. Now I got to buy it all. <laughs> That's Luke Skywalker in like a conquistador outfit. That's cool. What? 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 I've seen a fair... Is this Will, in the comments, says, I've seen a fair amount of my conservative friends rally behind the Ukraine. And amongst the Christians, there are some taking a stand to challenge the popular assertion that Putin and Russia are Christian. What? Putin is a, is a Putinist. Putin. Vladimir Pukin only believes in Pukin. That's what I think. The only Vladimir Pukin is a Vladimir Pukinist. There's really nothing to more to it than that. Hey, is this Will? Welcome to the show in the chat. Here's your intro. You got the touch. Is this Will? You got the power. Is this Will? 
I gotta say, I am just moved, moved to tears when I see Volodymyr Zelensky talking about his country. Dude was a former actor, former comedian. I mean, how, how do you be a former comedian? That's my question. How do you just stop being funny? It's like being a former musician. Well, how do you do that? I used to be a musician. Now I can't play a lick. Now I, need, I don't even understand how music works. You can't be a former musician. You can't be a former artist. In my opinion, you could be a former janitor, which is a very respectable job, ladies and gentlemen. We have to thank our janitors out there. They're doing all the stuff that you don't want to do. And then they get to retire. And they're not going to be janitoring anymore after that. Shout out to my janitors out there. But this guy's Zelensky, man. He's out there every day in his freaking his freaking camo shirt, his gear. He's like, look, I ain't messing around. This is my country. This is my home. I ain't leaving. He's in the capital. Or somewhere. His family is still in Ukraine. Can you believe this? They're marching toward this guy's house. They want to kill him. And he's like, I ain't moving, bro. You come here, you're going to get a fight. That, that moves me, man. Could you imagine just an unprovoked invasion? I t again, I tell you, watch this movie. All comes back to movies here. Watch this movie called Red Dawn from the 80s. It's got Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howell, Charlie Sheen, Jennifer Grey, Leah Thompson. It's got everybody. I left someone out, let me know. It's got all these people in it, and they're all it, it, Wolverines. You know what I'm saying? It's a terrifying portrait of what it would be like if Russia invaded the United States in the 80s. Because it was the Red Scare. People were afraid of Russia. People were afraid of communism in the 80s. That, that's what they want. They want you to be as, as afraid of them. America, I feel like, is... America is so, like... You know... They're very much like here, you know, yeah, dude, America, freedom, cool, man, yeah, peace and love. I don't know how we're perceived over the world, but we're probably seen as like these big uh, privileged jerks, which, hey, it's, it ain't no lie. We are. Seem careless. and But then these other countries which, who are threatened by like existential crises and stuff, they see us just like, yeah, party on, man. I don't want to wear masks around people. We're so freaking spoiled and privileged. Just know your privilege. It's okay to be privileged. Just know it and understand that other people aren't as privileged as you. We're all privileged to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But you know, what? what is that dream? Is that real? I'm peeling the... the uh, Peeling the label off this chapstick right here, and there's there's useful information. It tells you information underneath the label. Warnings: skin cancer, skin aging alert. What? This is underneath the chapstick. Skin cancer. There's a there's a QR code even. Well, Jesus, mother loving Christ. Do not use on damaged or broken skin. Huh. This is crazy. Other information. Who knew about this chapstick? 
Who knew about all this chapstick? Ron, did you know about this chapstick? Here it is. My most likable song ever. Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, just kiss me, kiss me, Nephrodite. Lipstick, kiss me, lipstick ring, go, that's the way you like it. This is your most likable song ever. Chapstick. Yeah. Yeah. People will love it. That's true. People will love that song. I like that. I think that he did a valiant effort. I'm Uncle Ron, and the chat says, Every day is a snooze day, if you try hard enough. Or if you don't try at all. That's what I say. Is this Will says, The easing of the mask mandates are here showing how many people are quietly waiting to go raw dog. Raw dog. Yeah, that's a comedy channel one series. Uh, listen. Be safe. That's all I could say. Be safe, be smart. You know, a lot of these people who are who didn't wear masks the whole time, you could tell who doesn't use condoms also, I'm, I'm imagining. Seems like they don't have any kind of, like, care for their own health or any other health. Just be, be cognizant of your own health and other people's health. That's not hard, is it? Apparently, it's incredibly hard for most people. But thank God... We, we're, we're not most people. <laughs> I'm kind of like disconcerted after this whole pandemic. I'm disconcerted in human behavior, with human behavior. I don't understand. It took two years. I thought it was going to take three weeks. It took two years to get to this point where we're sort of winding it down, right? We're winding down the COVID situation. It's not as intense as it used to be. We have to face that. We have to learn to live with it. We have to be uh, cognizant of it. Um, I'm Uncle Ron said, I'm assuming you heard Stern today. Well, I'm Uncle Ron. Listen, we're talking, this is my talk show. We're going to talk Aristotle Full Throttle. That's not an Aristotle. Until I get my channel on Howard, Howard 101 with the wrap up, John Hine, hit him with the Hine. And Baba Booey, we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> uh, and the news of the day. Is this Will says in the comments, I'm 100% standing in ninja mode for perpetuity, MJ style. Yeah, did ninja mode where you like this? <laughs> like this? I think, um, it is perpetuity. This is why we still have to protect ourselves from all of the STIs that you can catch out there. <laughs> you know, it's why we still have to protect ourselves in all sorts of things that we have become our way of life. Think about the past 100 years. We ain't sharing needles. We ain't, we, we wash our hands, don't we? We washed our hands because germ theory taught us, hey, if you wash your hands, you greatly reduce the risk of transmission of, of pathogens and disease. It's, I mean, this is stuff, stuff that we learned. Now we're learning, hey, don't breathe ever. Just hold your breath, put your head inside of a fishbowl, and uh, hopefully you'll make it through. This is what I learned anyway. My head looks like it could fit in a fishbowl and fill it out. My fro would filter all the air for me. It would be wonderful. 
Ah. That is so fetch. I like coffee. Uh, I like coffee, please. Is there several? Just talking about the bravery of the Ukrainian people. Because listen, if you come into my house, expect a fight. One of my favorite stories. I don't like violence. Let me put a disclaimer out there. I don't enjoy violence. I do not condone violence. However, that's a big however. You think about this time, and it's a very famous incident. Mr. Ladies Love Cool James, LL Cool J. This dude is jacked. His mama said, knock you out. Ooh, damn. Ooh, listen to the way I slay your crew, he said. One time. He said, don't you ever, never pull my lever because I explode and my nine is easy to load. That's what he said. I heard him. You know what I'm saying? This dude is jacked. He's, he's a family man. He's been on a TV show. He's been on like CSI for 47 years. Dude is jacked. Let me just remind you he's jacked because his mama said knock you out. Has a family. He heard someone downstairs in his home, in his kitchen. It was an invader. He had someone break into his home. So he took his family and his kids. He put them in the closet upstairs in the bedroom. He locked them in the room. And Mr. Ladies Love Cool James went down the stairs to confront this home invader. And when I say confront, you can go ahead and Google the list of injuries that Mr. Ladies Love Cool James gave this individual. It is a long list of injuries. And I commend him for that. For protecting his home, for protecting his family. He, the, it's a very famous 911 call with the 911 operators like, do you need help? He's like, no, I got the situation under control. What's <laughs> <laughs> the ladies love Cool James, ladies and gentlemen? Damn, ooh. He's slaying the crew. That's a that's an inside joke with me and my friend. We we kept saying, damn, ooh. Because it's it's a good song. Mama said, knock you out by the ladies love Cool James. This dude took care of it. He handled it. And that's what the Ukrainians are doing right now. You go into their house, they're going to be like, look, you can't just come into our home. You know, all this reminds me of when we invaded Iraq. George W., man, same thing. You don't want to whitewash history. Just think about our country and Iraq. The whole world's like, what the hell are you doing, America? And we were like, well... They had something to do with 9-11, Iraq. It was like, no, that was Afghanistan, and also it was a bunch of Saudi Arabian people who were friends with Saudi Arabia. Why are we going into Iraq again? They're like, well, they've got weapons of mass destruction. And then it turns out we sent in all these investigators, and they were like, no, they don't. They don't have any weapons of mass destruction. They don't have any sarin gas. They don't have any mustard gas. They don't have any nuclear weapons. What, what, why are you, are you threatening to invade Iraq? George W. said, well, we'll be greeted as liberators. We'll go liberate this country. You know what happened? They beat our ass. We could not overcome the insurgencies of that country. We lost two world wars, man. We went to war with Afghanistan and Iraq. We lost them both. Because you can't win when you go into someone's home for no reason. 
We went into Iraq for three invalid reasons. So zero valid reasons. But it was one after another, and none of them panned out to be true. Pukin, Vladimir Pukin, he's going in there, he's doing the same thing. Similar thing, you know? I used to wait, uh, is this Will says in the comments? I used to wake up to that song every day my first year or two of high school. Come on, man. <laughs> I can sing that whole song. I know every word. Watch this. Uh, what's the first line? And I'll, and I'll start. You start it, and I'll just... I will say the whole thing like an old Jewish man from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. I mean, I'm from New York. I'm allowed it's a very classic impression. Am I going to get canceled if I do an impression of the people I knew growing up? I can't even do an impression. I said this the other day. I can't even do another impression. An, an impression of a man who's named Kevin who owns a, food, a restaurant. And every time I go into that restaurant, he says the same thing, and it's hilarious. And... Uh-oh, is this Will has got me started. So every time I go into this restaurant, Kevin greets me and he says these things. And I, when I do my impression of Kevin, he happens to be Vietnamese and it happens to be a Vietnamese restaurant. So I'm not allowed to do my impression of Kevin because he has a Vietnamese accent. It's frustrating because I'm not thinking of me making fun of Vietnamese language. I'm thinking of it as me doing an impression of Kevin. It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, you know, who knows? Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Like, it's putting suckers in fear. Making a chance to rain down like a, like a monsoon this weather. Listen to the bass go boom. Explosions are overpowering. Listen, over the competition, I'm towering. <laughs> When I've got these lyrics that'll make you call the cops. Answer my question, David. Cream Pie Liar Lars says in the uh, chat. I don't know what your question is. <laughs> and my name is not David. <laughs> Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? <laughs> I don't know. I know about every fourth line. You got to know every line to that song. You got to know every line to that song. Mama said, knock you out. Mama said, knock you out. So I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> Oi. Oi, hey. Uh-huh. Okay. Eddie Murphy did it. He grew up around there, too, so he's allowed. You're allowed to make fun of the people you grew up around. Is that not true? Don't you dare. Yeah, what, what is the... Don't you dare. <laughs> it's, it's hard to do it because I can I could hear it if I rap it, but then I have to, like, think of it, the rap first, and then translate it. Anyway, I asked politely if you could say the N-word in chat. Well, no. <laughs> the N-word? Do you mean 
nibble. Cream pie Lars. I think you think you're being special and fun. But you're really not, though. I don't, I don't think so. Nobody here thinks so. Maybe you could go somewhere else and get attention that way. It's really... It's really not working here. Anyway, is this Will? Let me tell you. Uh, I can't even think of any of the lyrics now, now that I can't hear it, because I hear music in my ears. But I'll tell you. I'm gonna take this itty bitty world by storm, and I'm just getting warm. Itty bitty. This big jacked guy named that Lady Love Cool Jam says itty bitty. Are you asking me to leave David? I don't know who David is. <laughs> let's let's explore this, Creep Pie, Lars, because I want to entertain myself with you. I'm gonna give you attention. And it's gonna, you're gonna be so happy. Your serotonin levels are gonna go through the roof because you're gonna get attention. Aren't you so happy? Nobody loves you in real life. So you're gonna get attention here. <laughs> um, Isis Will says, How about we just ask you to not say the N word and let it go at that? Yeah, that's how I say it. Cream pie, Lars. I love cream pies. They're, they're so delicious. Ooh. Oh my God, the quarterback is toast. <laughs> I understood that reference. Me too. But I got to say, you can't really do this. You can't really, uh, you can't really, uh, you can't invade a country that you're not, that you're not uh, a part of. For no good reason. There's no good reason. Oh. If all you got is a hammer, everything is a nail. That's what, that's what I agree with is as well, who says, if all you've got is a hammer. And guess what? They've got a hammer and a sickle. <laughs> the Russians. They're not, it's not even... It's the, they want to go back to the USSR situation where they just sort of conquered all those different countries and all of those countries were kind of under duress and I was in Bulgaria last year which was part of the Eastern Bloc which was basically contractually associated with the USSR and when I was in Bulgaria last year it was kind of um it was kind of crazy it was kind of it was kind of crazy and when I was in Bulgaria because you could feel communism you could because bulgaria has only been a democratic country since 1993 but you could feel that carryover this is why it's very fascinating to me when people are like racism is over in america and i'm like no it's not i went to bulgaria and they've been a democracy for 30 years and they still feel like a communist country <laughs> so apply that to the united states Apply that to the last 40, 50 years in America. People, they just made integration a law, basically, in 1968. Our parents were alive in 1968, generally speaking. That means our... I don't know. Am I right, Studio 8H, in the chat? Why, bro? 
story is this will. Kendrick, Leonolita, OCW 5000, 420 artists, Raccoon Raiders, and now introducing Studio A.H. Very proud of that intro. It's one of my favorite intros, actually. <laughs> Studio 8H, welcome to the chat. Studio 8H says, it's all about the sickle. Yeah. When all you've got is a sickle, everything is wheat. Everything is a soul to reap. What did I walk into here? A segregation talk? Yes, is this... Uh, sorry. Yes, Studio 8H says, what did I walk into here? A segregation talk? Yeah, uh, no, I'm talking about the fact that things do not change that quickly. You know, when I was in Bulgaria, it felt like I was in a communist crazy... Co- I mean, it felt... You know, you, you were allowed to do things you could do in a democracy, but walking around town, there were people who were... You look at them, you're like, what am I in USSR? What am I in the Eastern Bloc country? Yeah, basically. Um, so it, you still feel the echoes of that. Studio 8H says, I swear I heard racism is over. Yeah, it is. It's over. We elected Obama. Racism is over. Oh, wait, the guy that got elected after him got elected on the platform of racism and white supremacy. So maybe racism isn't over in America. Maybe we're still working on it. The thing that's appalling to me, Studio 8H, there in the chat, I think it's crazy that there are a lot of American dudes, particularly white American Republican dudes, who seem to be like, yeah, Russia, you go invade that country. You go ahead and invade another country unprovoked with the third largest army in the world. You, Yeah, cool. What? Why? Why is that cool? How is that cool? It's not cool. I just, I, I, I fear for the future of the world and I fear for the future of the United States. But then, you know, I'll just take a, I'll just go to Mars, I guess. Maybe I'll just ask to be on the manned mission to Mars. Why did you decide to go to Mars, Aristotle Full Throttle? Well, I ain't staying here. This place is terrible. I'll start a new family on Mars. In fact, it's cold as hell on Mars. Then I'll come back down to say, Major Tom. Major Tom. I don't know. I figured racism's over. <laughs> you, know, you know how I figure it? Because people say that, and they're oblivious to it. Remember when Black Lives Mattered two years ago? Dr. Long Island. I think about that too. Black Lives Mattered two years ago when uh, Black Lives Mattered because people were home and they had the time. They said, oh, you know, now that I got the time, let's try to end racism. And then when we, you know. My favorite thing about, not my favorite thing about, one of the most ironic things I found about that is a lot of like liberal people who thought they were helping because I look at Portland and I'm like, oh, look at all the white people fighting for Black Lives Matter. Isn't that sweet? That's nice. It's nice to see that. 
But I think it's really funny when um, liberal people are like, yes, black lives matter and trans lives matter and indigenous lives matter. And it was like during the black lives matter. And I'm like, y'all, bro, you're just saying all lives matter again. You're just saying that like you're you get mad when someone says all lives matter. You get mad when someone says blue lives matter. But you're saying, yes, black lives matter and trans lives matter and indigenous lives. Matter. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, they all matter. The point is black lives matter right now. We're trying to focus the spotlight on that. But people are silly and stupid also. Today's episode is going to be called Racism is Over. <laughs> Hopefully we get a lot of clicks. <laughs> Clickbait. Is uh, this Will says in the chat, racism is over there and over there and over there and over there. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> That's good. Studio 8H says in the chat, can I come with you to Mars? At least we know there would be good music to be had. Indeed. We're just going to listen to David Bowie. I'll bring my ukulele. It'll be great. We'll hang out with Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Long Island says, is his will in the chat. That's funny because, yeah, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Long Island. Dr. Suffolk County. <laughs> I come from Long Island, and uh, there's everybody's got, a, you know, they support wherever they grew up, wherever they were born. I don't know why. I don't know why we do that. Why don't we just decide wherever I was born is the best place? Why do we do that? Maybe because we want to make it good. Maybe we, Sometimes people don't want to make it good. They just want to support their team. They just want to say, my place is the best place because I'm from it. I moved to L.A. because I think that's actually a nice place. I like Los Angeles. A lot of people don't. A lot of people, I find, in defense of Los Angeles... I've had a lot of people think they make assumptions about Los Angeles. Like, everybody's fake there. I'm like, everybody's fake everywhere. Go to Indiana and look at everybody there who's trying to be like the perfect however they want to be. Go to Colorado and see all the people, you know, wearing the same jeans and the hat and the thing and whatnot and the who's he what's. And you say, everybody's kind of, there's a lot of fake people everywhere. Los Angeles might have the aesthetic of plastic surgery. Which you will see here. However, you don't have to hang out with those people if you don't like them. And frankly, a lot of those people are perfectly fine people. I don't have any objection to anybody's lifestyle like that. I don't have to hang out with people I don't like. I don't have to hang out with people who I don't... But I'm not going to judge someone because they have a nose job or whatever they decided to do that was available to them. Think about it this way. By the time you're 25 in South Korea, you will have had, it's like an 86% likelihood that you will have had a cosmetic surgery. So South Korea is probably way more plastic surgery friendly than Los Angeles. In case you want to move there and listen to K-pop, that's fine. You can go ahead and do that. For me, I don't mind Los Angeles. I don't mind the people... You got all kinds of people. You got hippies, you got hipsters, you got rich people, you got poor people, you got regular people, you got working class people, same as anywhere else, but you got like 18 million of them here. Or however many. How many people are in Los Angeles here? 
What's the population of Los Angeles? Maybe it's like 3.4 million. 3.8 million. 3.9. It's like 4 million people. That's the, probably the survey. I know there's a lot more people than that here. It's probably 6 million. Um, but I think California State has 18 million. Let's see. How many people in California? 39 million? We got 40 million. I was grossly underestimated the population of California. 40 million people. One-tenth of them apparently live in Los Angeles. A lot of people... One of my favorite things is when I go back to Long Island, people say, How's California? And I'm like, Big? They're like, How you like in California? That's because the accent, you know? And I say... I love Southern California, particularly Los Angeles, where I live. How's California? It's a big state. Uh, You got Redding, you got weed. Oh, I just dropped something. You got weed is a place in California. You got San Francisco, you got... Bakersfield, you got everything. You got all kinds of places. You got San Diego, Los Angeles, Santa Barbara. It's all over. You got a, it's a big state. <laughs> but they don't know from that. It's just a very funny statement that every single time, they don't say, how's Los Angeles? They say, how's California? As if I live in the whole state. That's synecdoche for you. Google it. Synecdoche. Schenectady is New York. Oh. So I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go see Studio 666, the Foo Fighters movie, because I want to. Because I want to. And I'm excited to. I like the Foo Fighters. I'm going to go see it with my buddy old pal, Megan. Um, uh, so. Uh, for a lot of people, L.A. is California. No, it's true. A lot For a lot of people, L.A. is California. Or California. But for Los Angeles, for Los Angelinos, Los Angeles is Los Angeles. <laughs> Los Angeles is Southern California. Because um, if you notice, it goes up the coast a bit. You could drive along the coast for about 12 hours if you start at the bottom. You'd just be driving for 12 hours along the ocean and it's beautiful so that's a big state so if someone's from austin i wouldn't be like how's texas because texas is big a lot of times people tell me like my friend megan don't mess with texas my friend megan she's from texas but a lot of times my friend my friend david's from texas my friend greg benson's from texas got a lot of friends from texas but some people people are like i'm from texas and i always go because i've i've extensively toured texas been to Houston, I've been to San Antonio, I've been to Laredo, I've been to El Paso, I've been to Austin, I've been to Dallas, I've been to all of the places in Texas, I've been to many, many, so people say, I'm from Texas, I'm like, Texas is big, what part? A lot of times, this is another thing I notice from people from Texas, they will say their entire name when they introduce themselves. You know, Will, if you would be like, hey, I'm Will, um... I know your name is Will Smith, 
So, Will, if you were from Texas, you'd say, my name is William Earl Smith III. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they, they just always say their whole name. Uh, look, it's customary. It's customary to, to introduce yourself, your full name. My name is Aristotle Full Throttle Dreyer. Business Will says in the chat, honestly, I think Hollywood is California. And is it fair to say Hollywood is just an, an area in L.A.? Yes. Let's go on a little uh, ge- geographical journey through Los Angeles. Will, I basically live in Hollywood. If I were to tell someone in L.A. where I live, I would say uh, Los Feliz, right? Which is adjacent. It's actually so little Armenia is a block that way. And that's where System of Down is from, from like a block that way, which is amazing. Uh, a block this way is, is Thai town. And then right past Thai town is Hollywood essentially. Um, and right, right at the edge of Western and Hollywood Boulevard, which I live right off of Hollywood Boulevard. So I basically, if I were to tell someone in Los Angeles where I live, I'd go, I kind of, I basically live in Hollywood and they'd be like, Oh, okay. So they would have an idea because in Los Angeles, their neighborhoods, These are called neighborhoods. Los Angeles City has specific neighborhoods that are named certain things. Like Hollywood is a neighborhood in Los Angeles City. Los Angeles City is a a city in Los Angeles County. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So right on the corner, maybe like a half mile, maybe a mile that way, is our friend, uh, is my representative. (laughs) What's his name? Uh, the dude representative, Hollywood representative, the dude who ran the impeachment trial last year. I forget his name for right now, and he's my representative. Uh, Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff's office is is about half a mile that way, which is pretty cool. I'm like, hey, look, I'm right in it. I'm right in the middle of it. I live in Los Feliz, which is right next to Silver Lake, and I always describe Silver Lake to New York people as the Williamsburg of Los Angeles, which is like, you know, it's almost like they tried to reconstruct Williamsburg, which is a very hip area, from pictures. Because Silver Lake is still kind of, yeah. So these are neighborhoods inside Los Angeles City. So the LAPD will protect them. But however, West Hollywood, now this gets confusing, is its own city. Burbank, which is just over the hill that way, just over Griffith Park, is its own city. Burbank has its own water, municipal water. It has its own police force. West Hollywood, I believe, has its own police force. Beverly Hills, guys, now turn back your brain and think about Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills cop, because Beverly Hills, it's its own city right next to West Hollywood essentially. You just go down Sunset Boulevard and you're going to end up in Beverly Hills eventually in about 20-30 minutes, depending on traffic. And um, the thing about that, Beverly Hills being its own city, Culver City, its own city, but inside Los Angeles City. Long Beach, LBC. So there, there is, It's just very strange. There's like these little pockets. Santa Monica, its own city. Venice Beach, LA County. So... There are little tiny incorporated cities inside the bigger city. They have their own police force. You've got Beverly Hills. It's its own city. That's why you have Beverly Hills cops. 
named Eddie Murphy, made, named Axel Foley. No, that's the other one. See? Hollywood Hills is this will. Well, just go over that way to Hollywood and go up the mountain. <laughs> just take Laurel Canyon. Just take, uh, well, you probably could go up, yeah, around there. There's all these little side streets that'll, these windy, 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 windy roads that just go up to all these rich-ass houses, and you'll see it. It's fun. Laugh Factory, go up, take a right at the Laugh Factory, go up that hill, that's, uh, I believe, Laurel Canyon. It's really cool, and so, Will, if you think of Hollywood as L.A., Hollywood is kind of like, it's like right in the middle. If you include the valley, which is hilariously referenced in the movie L.A. Story. Here's what you do, everybody. Watch the Steve Martin movie from the 80s. It's also got Sarah Jessica Parker. Watch that movie, L.A. Story. It is so incredibly accurate to this day. That movie and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are two movies that encapsulate that encapsulate the United, uh, United States, Los Angeles County in such an accurate way that feels like it's from within. The TV show Barry is a great representative of what it feels like to be in the Valley. The TV show Cobra Kai is also an excellent representation of what it's really like in Los Angeles, what it feels like to live here. Um, a lot of times you see people in downtown Los Angeles. You see people in Hollywood. Watch Cobra Kai. That's where. That's how people live. <laughs> Suburban. Encino, I think, uh, is where... Daniel LaRusso lives in that show. Encino is very suburban, but also very kind of rich. Um, you know, they had Encino men. But the valley is, is made fun of in the movie L.A. Story in a very funny way because, uh, you know, nobody really lives in the valley. I mean, if you want to be cool. <laughs> if you want to, like, live where the action is, you got to live in Hollywood, basically, or Silver Lake, or, or you know, all along this central area, downtown, mid-Wilshire, uh, the West Side, maybe Santa Monica, maybe Venice. But if you live in the Valley, West Hollywood is cool. But if you live in the Valley, it's kind of like the Valley. <laughs> oh, why do you live in the Valley? Hey, come come visit me in the Valley. Uh, I don't really go to the Valley. <laughs> and it's like closer than half of L.A. If I just go that way and go up the hill... It's like 15, 20 minutes away, yet I'll drive 25 minutes to downtown. Why not? I hate downtown, though. I hate it. I hate downtown. It sucks. Downtown L.A. sucks. I don't care what anybody says. It's terrible. It's fun to go for like a dinner or for a couple hours, but people who live in downtown are mistaken. <laughs> it's a horrible place to live. It's so horrible. I wouldn't want to associate with anybody who lives downtown. Ugh. <laughs> Look at me being elitist. No. You can live wherever you want. I just think downtown sucks, personally. It really just sucks. It reminds me of, like, all of the worst parts of New York City. The worst parts. The absolute worst, grossest parts. <laughs> but it's, like, every block. 
every block is a garbage cesspool dump of hepatitis. You're listening to the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Five days a week, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Listen to it on Spotify. Download the podcast. Go get a T-shirt. It helps support the show. And I appreciate your support because you can listen to rants like such as this. Downtown is terrible. Smells like urine. And more. <clears throat> and knowing is half the battle. But you don't have to take my word for it. So I got to say, I find it interesting. I'm, I'm going over the geography, but, you know, racism is over. There's Koreatown, which is also cool. However, I feel the racism in Koreatown. When I go to Koreatown, I'm reminded that I'm not welcome in Koreatown for being brown, which is unfortunate because I ain't got no quarrel with no Korean people or anything. I got no quarrel with any group of people ever. However, when I go to Koreatown, I am reminded of racism. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, tastes like racism here. I know that smell. That's racism. I feel the elitism and the, the, the looking down upon because Los Angeles has a huge history. You guys don't have to take it from me. You could watch movies like every, like Boys in the Hood, or you know, watch all those movies from the '90s about, and watch all those riots on TV <laughs> from the '90s. Uh, Korea town and black people, Koreans and Korean Americans and black Americans in Los Angeles have a have a very very uh, quarrelsome history here, and I am reminded of that often, and it's. Not often. Only when I go to specific parts of Koreatown. And, and it's, it's odd. It's an odd feeling to have here in Los Angeles because I've never really felt out of place here. I've never felt unwelcome here. And when I do, I'll say, go F yourself. <laughs> it's pretty easy for me to just say, oh, you'll be a racist. Goodbye forever. Enjoy your crappy racist life. Um... But it, it, it's a really interesting experience to feel in Los Angeles. I, I definitely, in my neighborhood, it's a very, quote, diverse neighborhood. There's a lot of different um, backgrounds here that you see walking around every single day. It's just a plethora of people. There's so, uh, listen, jefe, would you say that I have a plethora You know? Oh, yes. You have a plethora. Thank you. But um, that reminds me, I got to get my friend Brian back on the show. My friend Brian Thompson is in that movie I just referenced. He is in the movie Three Amigos. Remember Brian in that movie? He's like a giant guy. He's one of Hefe's guys, I guess. He's the big guy. He's the big bad. He's the, he's the abobo. <laughs> of bad guys in that. I'm making crazy references today. Yeah. But racism is over. Thank God. Thank God racism is over. Because it was really, it was killing me inside. <laughs> Look at me being irreverent. 
Lest anyone think I think racism is over. It is not over. Racism is alive and well. However, you know, it's not legally allowed anymore. And theoretically, but it's still, there are laws that really inhibit minorities in the United States from voting, from doing average things. And we've got to just work against it. It's a constant struggle. I do feel that like the these these white American dudes are all about supporting Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, this small country, which is like, listen, it is David versus Goliath. Ukraine has applied for uh, EU to be a part of the EU, which is crazy because once they become a part of the EU, then I guess EU can send in actual defense forces to help this situation. And they're trying to fast track the Ukraine to be a part of the EU, the European Union. And I was getting moved. I was moved by Volodymyr Zelensky, this dude who was an actor, he was a comedian, he's now president of Ukraine, and he is locking down and he is being a real leader. He's, he is like, it's like, what are we doing in this situation? What can we do but watch this guy sit there and go, we're not going to back down. We're your Ukraine. We're strong. Long live Ukraine. Come at me, bro. Come at me, Russia. See what happens. Watch what happens. You know, this guy might die. We all know this. We're watching this guy. They're trying to kill and or capture him. They will try to kill this dude. Russia is trying to actively murder this guy that we're watching every day try to defend his place. And what do we do? We're just standing here? What do, it's, it's just heartbreaking. It's crazy. It's out of control. You know what I say? I, I, I don't support or condone violence, like I said earlier this hour. But like my friend, ladies love cool, James. I swear to you, just put me in a room with our friend Vladimir Putin. Just put me in a hold my glasses please. Just put put me in a room with him for 3 minutes I'd say. About maybe 3 minutes and I will I'll have a talk with him. I mean that's I feel like that's the only way that he would understand. That's the only thing that he could understand. I'm going to mangle him. I've been working out. Look at this. I got, I got guns. I'm going to, I'll crush him. Russia, more like Crusha. Seriously, hold my beer. Studio 8H says in the comments, the president of Ukraine is absolutely crushing it right now. If he goes down, he will be forever remembered. Yes. He said he has every speech with glory to Ukraine. And and look, this dude is legend, 100%. Volodymyr Zelensky, Volodymyr Zelensky, president of Ukraine, is a freaking legend already. Dude, you know, like, I, I, it, it chokes me up just thinking about this guy. Like, could you imagine you're a free country and this Goliath of a country, the world's third largest army, just says we're gonna crush you and take your stuff (laughs) almost cursed on my show i never curse on the show although i do want to have an after hours aristotle full throttle show 
where I talk like I actually talk. <laughs> this one's kid-friendly. This is PG-13. There's no explicit language on this show because I like for it to be distributed far and wide. However, we're going to have the after-hours Aristotle throttle. Sometimes I, I sound like a sailor. And I don't mean by cursing. I mean I go, Arr, matey. Avast. Walk the plank. That's how I sound sometimes. I gotta say that this dude is a legend. He's like, he's, he's like my secretary of defense. He's fighting. I'm fighting. I got my other guy over here. He's like the secretary of the interior. He's fighting. We're fighting for our existence. We're fighting for our right to live on this planet as a free country. This is their moment. Could you, like, the United States, I don't know if we, obviously we had the Revolutionary War. But that's basically what it is. It's like, it's not even a revolution because they were free and now they're fighting off these damn invaders. Zelensky is asking people all over the world, mercenaries. He's like, hey, if you can fight, we need your help. I don't blame this guy. Come on. This is like an insurmountable task to fight off these Russians. However, I do believe that uh, the Ukraines have taken out about 3,500 Russians already. <laughs> I laugh because I'm like, listen, you, um, you join an army and you comply with that army's requests... That's, you know, I forgot what Dave Chappelle says when he says that birdshot, buckshot, birdshot, buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. Everything's Jamaican. Buckshot, 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 buckshot. <laughs> After that, gun is Jamaican. After that, you join an army, you comply with that army. A lot of deserters, too, from Russia. Because the Russian people are like, what the F? Even the Russian government, some of them are like, can we talk to these guys about stuff? Vlad's war. This is Vlad's war. Make no mistake. Vlad is the guy. He's like, I want to destroy. I want this because I have my parents didn't love me. I'm terrible in bed. I barely own a shirt. I'm five foot nothing. I'm bald, but I try not to be bald. I put Botox and Restylane in my face. Because I want to seem young and virile. But I'm not. So I'm going to tell the world's third largest army to invade a, a tiny little country because I want to seem tough. That's me being Vladimir Putin. I think you could still make fun of white accents. Vladimir Putin, I want to go in there and destroy them. He doesn't sound like that. They want to go in there and destroy them. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Vladimir Putin. Who is this imbecile? Correct. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. I said good day. I agree. I agree. 
I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know if anybody knows how this is going to end. But there is a lot of bloodshed happening for no reason. For no reason. And there's a lot of white Republican dudes who are like, this is cool. I mean, I like... This This, this reminds me, and then I'm going to go. I'm going to make some dinner. It's, it's just so stupid. When, when Russia, by the way, interfered with the 2016 election, it's true. When Russia tried to stoke up the, the, the original sin of the United States, they tried to ride our levels by, by stoking the racism that is not over in America. Racism is not over. I know that the title of this episode is Racism is Over, but racism is not over. When Russia worked on that, and then when Trump was praising Putin at the beginning of 2016, the end of 2016, all throughout his presidency, when he was praising Putin, I was seeing like old white dudes on Facebook going, you know, it's a really good idea for us to be friends with Putin. And I'm like, you are an absolute disgrace if you think that's a good idea. You're a horrible, horrible... You have no... You make bad judgments. <laughs> you have horrible judgment if you think it's a good idea to be friends with autocrat dictator Vladimir Pukin. But it, some people have to explain to themselves, to rationalize to themselves, why things are always going to be the right way. They're always going to be the things that are good. You know? So people, for instance, they cannot wrap their mind around being a bad person. So they work from the outside in. They say, uh, <laughs> well, I did it. If I did something bad. Well, I'm not a bad person. So let me say what, all of these reasons why the thing I did is not bad. So if we won because Vladimir Putin helped Trump and Trump was really um, stoked on Vladimir Putin, let's figure out ways. And I like Trump or I'm a Republican, so therefore I need to vote for Trump. People said they needed to, to vote for Trump, which is absolutely mind-bottling. They say... I needed to vote for Trump. So let me rationalize to myself, because I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to be the a-hole. Let me see, let me make up reasons for myself as to why I'm not the a-hole. Therefore, I didn't do anything bad, because I think of myself as good, even though my actions prove otherwise. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a very, very... It's a very human thing, and it's annoying. You gotta figure, race, as this Will says, racism isn't overt. I mean, it is overt. I mean, it's covert, mostly, but in the last couple of years, it's been overt. The, Studio 8H says in the comments, the president of Ukraine is absolutely crushing. Oh, yeah, I read that already. Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday play! Well, that marks the end of Aristotle Full Throttle. We've solved racism again. Every show, we like to solve uh, a, ma a major issue, and that's the, the how we solve. <laughs> that's how we solved racism.
I don't know, man. I don't know. How do we do it? We have to fundamentally change. We have to become aliens. <laughs> we have to uh, shed this skin. Join me on the next level of evolution, where we transcend these bodies. Next thing you know, I'm gonna be like that dude. We're gonna uh, hitch a ride on the comet. Everybody wear your Nikes and eat this pudding. We're gonna drive, we're gonna fly to the Hellbop Comet. Remember that guy? Marshall Applewhite? With the eyeballs, they're popping out of his head. Yeah. See, that's a perfect example of someone who doesn't think he's a bad guy because he doesn't want to be a bad guy because bad is bad. So he said to himself, this is the good thing. I'm doing a good thing. Sociopaths and psychopaths will rationalize, generally. A lot of serial killers, they say, you know, I was cleaning up the streets. Taking care of, I was actually doing a service to society. You know, they're not evil. Isis Will says, in the comments, Today was solved the usage of the N-word in the chat, and also doing ethnic accents in jest. Yes. Ethnic accents... You can, you can only make fun of white accents. This is true, yeah? German? We can make fun of German accents? Yeah? I see him. yeah? <laughs> we, can make we can make fun of French. Every time I hear French, I think of the baby talk. They sound like they're speaking baby talk. It's a baby talk. It's a baby talk. baby talk. It's a 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 you know what I mean? I'm making fun of French. Come at me. Dude made fun of French. He needs to be canceled. I'm pretty sure the guy who invented French was just trying to clear his throat. That's a, that's a joke of mine. It's ethnocentric. Let's have a sense of humor, ladies and gentlemen, shall we? French is a beautiful and rich culture. And France is a nuclear power. So is Pakistan and India. And who else? Uh, Canada? I don't know. South Korea, North Korea. There's only 11 nuclear countries. You heard, though, that... Vlad is trying to put the nuclear option on the table. The Aristotle <laughs> Studio 8H is telegraphing the fact that the Aristotle Full Throttle Show has now been canceled. Thank you very much, everybody. Good night. Nice knowing you. I'm going to go jump in a lake. Dude made fun of French. He hates French people. French sounds that way sometimes what he's not allowed look at me being irreverent you can make fun of white people accents you cannot notice I can only make fun of like 
So I'm going to be the the every African character in every movie ever. This is every African character in every movie ever. <laughs> Give me something to say. The Aristotle Full Throttle Show has now been cancelled. <laughs> you can make fun of me. I encourage it. Well, thank you. Um, I will not, however. You won't catch me dead doing any other accents than black accents or white European accents or Canadian accents or Southern American accents. All of the accents that I'm allowed to do, I will do. Can I, can I do a Brazilian accent? Because that's Portuguese, technically. Yeah, I could double do that. I could double do a Portuguese accent. Every person, every African character in every movie talks like this. That's kind of South African a little bit. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the chat now. That dude was amazing. Dude was a uh, Somalian? Was he Somalian or... Yeah. That, that actor was so good. Yeah, he played a Somali pirate in Captain Phillips. He's from Wisconsin, I think. Or uh, Minnesota. Or he lives there. He's a... Minneapolis, that's right. The guy's from Minneapolis. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. I love that. That was terrifying. Imagine that. The guy was good. He got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Maybe we'll talk about the Oscars one of these days. Apparently the uh, SAG Awards were the other day. I'm going to get my friend Brian back on the show one of these days. I think I'm going to pre-record the interview in case anything goes wrong. Everything's been going fine. The show has been good. The show has been, has been a full, thick stream. Every, every show. <laughs> Which has been great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. This is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. I'll be back on Thursday when we do trivia, Aristotle Full Throttle trivia. And I do believe our friend Is This Will will streamline some of these questions for us for the next trivia questions. I will also talk to you about Studio 666, the Foo Fighters movie, which I'm going to see with my buddy old pal Megan tomorrow. We're going to go watch it. It's gonna ha- We're going to have fun. Damn it. We're going to have fun. Because it's Foo fun. It's Foo Fighter fun. Is the Riddler. This is is the Riddler. Is this Riddler. That's his new name. I'm going to see Batman on Thursday. So I'm going to see Studio 66 on Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow? I'm going to see Batman after the show on Thursday. On Friday, I'm going to go see a band. I'm going to ask people, hey, 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 you got a band for me? I want a band. How do I get one? I would like to be in a band again. I could do it. I've got proof. Watch this. Watch this. I'm going to do uh, Is This Riddler's moves like MJ. I'm going to start doing moonwalking. I'll be like, watch this. I could be I could be in a band, and then I'll start moonwalking. Check this out. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Love you guys. Uh, buy a t-shirt, please. <laughs> Subscribe. Or just listen on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, I get paid. So if you don't want to give any money, just put a playlist of my shows and just press play and go to sleep. Thank you. (laughs) It helps pay the bills. Good night, everybody.
Oh, my t-shirt thing doesn't work. It doesn't work. I'll go fix that then. I'm gonna fix that right now. Thank you for letting me know. None, none of this stuff works. 